I'm Brother Christopher, the Minister General of the Order of Lutheran Franciscans. It is our pleasure to provide for the Church at Large a Lenten devotional series called Simply Lent, a Franciscan way to observe these 40 days. To learn more about the Order of Lutheran Franciscans, the first religious order of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, we invite you to visit our website at lutheranfranciscans.org and like us on Facebook. I wish you peace on the long 40-day wilderness experience we call Lent. This devotion is by Brother Jeff. Jesus said, Go and do likewise. Luke 10, 37 These four words from Jesus summarize everything I'm going to try to say here. Please forgive me for saying more than what Jesus has already said. As we think about spiritual formation and renewal, it boils down to one simple framework for Franciscans. Live the gospel. It is that simple and that difficult. For Francis of Assisi, it was nothing more than following the poor Christ and nothing less than experiencing the crucified in everyone and everything. God called Francis to rebuild the church, and all that meant was to live the gospel. Live the gospel! What would the church, let alone the world, look like if that was our sole focus and goal? Believing, yes, but then living what Jesus says. That has profound theological, but especially spiritual, ramifications. I often wonder if the world, and hopefully the church, has moved beyond theological posturings and is ready for a spiritual reformation. If there is one person in history to help us with that, other than Jesus, it might just be Francis of Assisi. There's a reason he's called a universal saint and has the most entries in the Library of Congress of any one person. So the natural next question is, how? How do we do this thing called living the gospel? How do we go and do likewise? In general, there are three approaches, all connected, that we Franciscans utilize to begin answering that. And I should say, this is done always with our Lutheran theology in mind. The first is this often confusing word, poverty. In particular, Francis spoke of evangelical or gospel poverty, which goes much deeper than stripping ourselves of material possessions, which is a good practice to live simply. Gospel poverty pulls the rug out from our very egos and leaves us in a position of begging, which Luther attested to on his deathbed. What poverty teaches us is that there's something more to life than those questions we often ask. How am I doing? How do I look? When we stop those ego questions, we are in the perfect position to appropriate nothing for ourselves, as Francis said, because we're not holding on to any false sense of self. We have to start here. Because this life is not about us. But we also don't end there. That posture of humility begins to change 
everything else. Which brings me to chastity. Chastity goes much deeper than a hand-holding, kumbaya, singing, superficial, or cheap fondness. It is a radical, inclusionary love that sees no distinctions. It means to be able to look anyone and everyone in the eye and to be able to say honestly, I love you. That's why Francis can so often call all of creation, as well as other human beings, his brother or sister. Francis stopped dividing everything and everyone into sacred and profane. Once we can do that with ego in check, we just might be brushing up against this radical love and connectedness. Everything and everyone is connected. Everything and everyone belongs. And finally, obedience. I'll say this much. Obedience is not blind compliance. It might be this. Only once you are out of the way and able to see earth crammed with heaven and every common bush afire with God, as the poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning once said, can you be open enough to let someone else change you, to let someone else's wisdom and experience shape you? It takes profound humility and unrestricted love in order to know this for yourself. Perhaps you already do. So this is our simple and never easy answer to Jesus' call to go and do likewise. But you know what occurs to me? All of us are already answering that call in our lives. It's just a matter of how aware we are. That we are already participating or perhaps not, in the work of rebuilding the church, wherever the poor Christ leads us into experiencing heaven on earth, into being instruments of peace. I'll close with one prayer of Francis, which also sounds a whole lot like Luther. Almighty, eternal, just, and merciful God, grant us in our misery that we may do for your sake alone what we know you want us to do, and always what pleases you, so that inwardly cleansed and enlightened and on fire with the Holy Spirit, we may be able to follow in the footsteps of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and so make our way to you, Most High, by your grace alone. You who live and reign in perfect trinity and simple unity, and our glorified God Almighty, forever and ever. Amen. Questions for reflection. How have you already experienced a spiritual reformation in your own life, various vocations, or faith community? How do you hear God's call to rebuild the church?